Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday, the 24th of January. Today is plagued with business sentiment survey opinion polls. These are favoured by the media because if you assume they do what they say, it can allow for a suitably sensationalist headline. That does depend on accepting the data at face value and not asking whether the numbers show what they say they show. Surveys are the basis of a fairly large amount of economic data, and we know from various sources that survey-based evidence has become less reliable in recent years. The UK's Office for National Statistics has stopped publishing its labour force survey because too few people respond to make the numbers in any way credible. This at least raises questions about whether a Labour component in a private sector-run UK sentiment poll is to be treated as reliable. With any survey, if response rates fall, then the people who do take the time to fill out the surveys are likely to be less representative of the population at large. Surveys become surveys of the weird. Response rates are more likely to be perception rather than objective measurement because perception takes just seconds to put down and objectively thinking about things takes time. This helps to explain why consumer surveys get inflation so wrong. Perception is shaped by a handful of high-frequency prices which ignores the reality of a broader basket of goods. US vending machine inflation is still over 13% year-over-year, for instance, which is a contributory factor to why so many US surveys report unhappiness with inflation and, indeed, the economy at large. In this situation, the question has to be asked, what actually motivates people to fill out a survey, especially in a world where 30 seconds on any corporate website leads to the user being bombarded with pop-up boxes asking for a minute of your time? The motive is probably rooted in the well-known behavioural trait of loss aversion. Bad news carries far more weight than good news. In such circumstances, there is a bias to fill in a survey when you want to complain and ignore a survey if you are content with life. A glance at the comments section of the Dallas Fed Business Sentiment Survey would seem to confirm that bias. And, of course, surveys of business sentiment in particular have tended to be more negative than the economic activity reality of late. However, loss aversion also plays a role in keeping surveys on the data calendar. Someone who has spent years building their career as an analyst and getting access to the television studios of CNBC and Bloomberg using mathematical models that rely on survey evidence as an input is going to be very reluctant to lose that model as the basis of their research in the future. The problem with surveys also, of course, extends to politics. And in a year where political risks are obvious for investors, that is going to be presenting a challenge. If surveys and investors' own biases are driven more by perception than the complexities of planning for an election outcome become a lot more difficult especially in an ever more polarised world. Markets are not traditionally terribly good at pricing political risks in advance, and if survey evidence becomes even less reliable, 
that is likely to increase volatility when major political events loom on the horizon. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.